Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back for another Rain After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking Dead of Night, episode 11. So much happened in this episode. Gideon and Mary meet up. So much to talk about, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Not only was the episode fantastic, but the after show is going to be equally fantastic because, right. unlike last yes. episode, I have co-hosts. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Alina Vision is back. Hey, guys. I was sick last week, but I'm back at it, back at it again. And uh, King's somewhere in the world. So he's like yes. Carmen Sandiego. Yes. Figure out where she is in the world. <laughs> so we've recruited someone new. And just so I don't butcher her name, I'm not even going to attempt... You introduce yourself to the Rain fans. Now, mind you, Rain fans, she has our full applause, which means you guys have to welcome her in to the Rain family as well. Hey, everyone. I'm Lena Nori, and you can find me on socials at Lena Nori, and I'm so excited to be here. I have my gorgeous mole twin over here. Yes, and almost named twin. <laughs> Alina, Lena. Lena, exactly. We did that on purpose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. This was meant to be. <laughs> um, before we dive into today's episode, uh, what do you love about the show? What drove you to watch the show? And uh, lastly, what did you think of tonight's episode? So, I'm just such a hopeless romantic, and I think that's kind of what draws me to the show, is that... You're following Mary through this journey. Um, first it started with Francis, and then it went to Condé. And it's like, I feel like I live through her. Like, my journey is through her, following her. And you I'm marry hoping, a lot of princes and they die on you? You know, princes. Um, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, for me, it's that I love, obviously, movies during that time and shows during that time. But I just can relate to Mary. I feel like she's just traveling through this journey, figuring herself out, and just looking for love. And I was really hoping in this episode that she was going to find that love um, with, uh, sorry, excuse me, not Lord Bothwell, but she was going to find that love with her husband. And I was like, she's going to get it all. She's going to get the child, the heir to the throne, England, and then her husband. And then, of course, he ends up being a snake. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I'm no longer. Yes. All right. Well, before we get into that, um, let's take a look at France. Obviously, a lot happens in France, but sort of overall standalone storyline, so I figured we'd start there. Let's start with Narcisse and Nicole. Their relationship is developing quite nicely. Yes, it is. I mean, we knew that this was going to happen, obviously. It's Narcisse. I mean, you know. I think he's actually starting to fall for her. They're kind of like two peas in a pod, those two. You think? See, I don't know if he's falling for her. Because I always see, like, this glimmer in his eye of, like, oh, I know this is so wrong. (laughs) But I'm still going to do it. You know, the old Narcisse way. Um, But it'll be interesting to see as the storyline progresses, especially now that um, Henry knows, or suspects, Henry Charles. (laughs) No, Henry. Henry, yes, okay. You're correct. I messed myself up before we were talking. Um, Knows... Or it suspects that they're seeing each other. Well, so. I love Narcisse. Like, you better get your facts straight, little yeah. boy. I believe he called it a feather in the wind. Yes. Like yes. his rumors of what he thinks. It'll yeah. tickle you. Yes. Uh, so a very good reflection by Narcisse there. Mm-hmm. But you know what's strange to me is that he's turning towards Team Henry. And he said, right. I don't want to be on the losing team anymore to Catherine. And it's funny because there's also that scene where they're in the tennis match, um, Henry and Charles, and you can see Nicole kind of like glancing at Henry and 
during um, the feast that he had, and he had those like, like I believe they were Turkish dancers. You could see she was kind of like eyeing him, and it mm-hmm. seems like there's something like that cunning part, like the cunning part of him, the backstabbing part of him. It's intriguing Nicole and Narcisse, and it further kind of validates the fact that they're like the same person. Nicole and Narcisse are literally. Like, she's the female version of Narcisse. Right. Plus, she wants to stay in court. Like, she does not want to leave court. She's, so I'm sure she's thinking in the back of her head, if I have to hatch, like latch on to this guy, <laughs> I'm willing to do that because yeah. I want to be here. Yeah. yeah. Um, a ter- the, the, the term no longer fully applies, but I, re- I remember calling her the evil version of Laith. Hmm. Remember because Laith was rising in rank, but she's the evil version. And so, yeah, she's, okay. she's definitely going to have her opportunities and uh speaking of opportunities we're gonna have the opportunity to have her in studio for episode 13 yay so cannot wait yeah excited about that um in terms of narcisse um yeah you're right i he's he's going over to henry but um you know before i will backtrack in a minute but just in terms of that decision um we have keaton ladies and gentlemen Poor Keaton's like feeling like she's interrupting. Absolutely. Slide on in. in (laughs) We're just talking about your grand entrance. We're talking about that amazing hair. Nicole. Thank you. I I was inspired by um, Mary and them watching. So nice. I'm gonna look bald though when I have my headphones on. I feel like unless I like. You can still see it. You can still see the braid. Yeah. Keaton Markey. Sorry, I'm late. Big Bear today. Nice. All good. So I'm back. I'm here. Where so we? we're in the midst of talking about Narcissa's turn to the dark side and supporting Henry. I don't think this is a turn to the dark side, personally. Okay. I Do think Charles, like, okay, first of all, Henry is a cutie. Cutie, right? cutie. Yeah, yes. kind of we're just we talking about that. Saying he's the taller version, better looking version. Yes. Kind of looks a little bit like Francis more than Charles. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's a cutie patootie. I, I, I agree with Narcisse. I think he is much more kingly than Charles is. Right. Obviously, Charles has been through a lot. Um, and at this point, like, I think, like, it's a little too far gone at this point. Catherine's kind of got a, I mean, I know she did her voodoo and stuff, but, yeah. like, Catherine, girl, like, you just kind of have to step back because the brothers are already worrying, and I think the safest thing for Charles is this, at this point is to just Lean. be, like, abdicate and mm-hmm. just go away. Like, because... You know if you're up against Henry, he will cut you down. Right. Like, but she makes the point that even if he does do that, somebody will eventually kill him because he's yes. still a threat to the throne. Yeah, but I, that's why I think he needs to go far away. <laughs> Send him to Scotland like, to hang out with Mary. Another mm-hmm. continent somewhere else. Have him go to uh, the Americas. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like Elizabeth wants to explore. Why don't she just you work go. for her? Yeah, yeah. no, I, don't, I just think it's... Um, I think Charles is being a little dumb at this point. I think Narcisse, I think he, he said it right. He's like, I always look out for myself. And Narcisse is aligned, mm. now trying to align himself with the person who he feels like is the strongest person for uh, his his kind of betterment within uh, French court. So cool. Narcisse is being smart. Coincidental mm-hmm. that Henry is exactly pretty much like Henry. Well, you, I, right? Mm, yes. That's probably why yeah. I like him so much. He's just like his dad, my favorite Delph. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting because I think Catherine, being so conniving herself, she understands that Henry should be king. He has more kingly qualities than Charles does. Right. But I think it's that she's more concerned about like the Valois heir, and she's saying that if by getting rid of, by putting Henry in place of Charles, mm-hmm. Charles will have to be killed. 
even if he abdicates himself, he'll have to be killed to secure the throne. And then she's saying that's going to be one less Valois left, which is going to make them susceptible to getting taken by Spain or I mean, else. but this is the thing. Spain isn't on Charles' side. Spain is on Henry's side. Exactly. So if you yeah. think, if, you, if you're going to be nervous about Spain kind of coming after you, then you got to, you know, back Henry. You can't be backing Charles at this point. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because, like, I think Charles has come a long way, and I do like him. Um, I hate Nicole. So anything <laughs> to get Nicole out of here, I'm like, yes, get Charles and Nicole out. <laughs> I'm like so tired of her. She's like, oh, she's well, a, a couple of things. I, I give Henry, <laughs> I give Henry a lot of credit for figuring out the Nicole thing. You guys were all not here, so I speculated mm-hmm. last episode that Henry's going to figure this out, and lo and behold, he did this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of that, um, I want to switch gears because we've been talking about it. Um, you know, at that point, I don't think they had the the, the phrase coined. Be careful what you wish for. But I wish someone could tell it to Catherine because where are we headed with this voodoo stuff? We've been oh, down wow. the dark path of supernatural. Well, I remember when uh, the writers were in, they said that they that we were going right. to kind of that's touch right. back in on that. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see so it. That's probably what it is. Yeah, Ooh. that's probably it. And um, obviously Catherine has had a lot of, of the occult surrounding her the entire time we've like known her since season one. So I, this is going to bite her in the butt. Like, come on. Well, not just Catherine, um, Bash had sent a messenger to Mary and said you're either going to find love or you're going to have England and you're going to have an heir. So it's like, I feel like the black magic's kind of like finding its way back in. Absolutely, yeah. And it's the question is, who's going to (laughs) die? Do you know what I'm really excited about? Speaking of Bash... Torrance just started following me on, <laughs> on, on Instagram, and I he love- likes my photos. I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish he, uh, Bash would come back into uh, Scottish court, because I feel like Mary is Yeah, she's lost her She time. is. Um, very cool. He's not following me, so I'm a little upset by that. But let's stick with the thought here. You of- could be his twin. Not oh, the, the, that, goes, that goes so <laughs> far back. back. <laughs> Listen, listeners that are newer, we had a bash off. They did, when he came in for interviews. We said, who would be the better bash? Yeah. Me or bash? Did you win your bash? No, bash won. <laughs> no, of course, of course, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's some history for you guys. Of, of us. Team uh, Phil. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I do want to get your opinions on Catherine. Um, in particular, you guys, obviously, Keaton said hers, but um, where, where do we see this going? Is this a good thing? And what does this even mean for Charles? Like, can he control his own body? Like, what does this mean? Exactly. I mean, I don't know what this Turkish, like, voodoo mama juju stuff is, like, is going to do. So... Catherine always seems to get her way somehow. There's never it's never like a dead end for her. She always figures something out. Um maybe he gets sick. I don't I don't know. I don't ever see this ending up well, but it might end up well for her. But you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll let you go. <laughs> okay, call me crazy. You guys are going to want to send me to an asylum after this, but I have this weird hunch Based off absolutely nothing, but it's just, you know, wishful thinking is that, you know, they say every time you do black magic, there's some kind of a cost that Francis is going to come back. So the way it's going to save Charles is that if Francis comes back, he's the rightful king. Like I said, it's wishful thinking. And then I'd be Team Frary again, Francis and Mary. (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be, but I don't think that's a (laughs) cost. 
don't think that's I, a cost. This is what I'm worried about because uh-huh. when she grabbed that hairbrush, I think that's Nicole's hair. And Ooh. I think Nicole's going to end up being the one who rises in power because of this thing. And she's going to rise in powers because she's going to team up with him. Oh again. my gosh. So, so I'm saying. We bow down. And Charles, and, uh, Charles, I think, will be dead in the next couple episodes. I think that's really Aww. the only. Unfortunately, and I think that's what Catherine's going right. to have to face is like to save. To, to save her position in power at this mm-hmm. point, it's like, you got, mm-hmm. you better back Henry too, like, or right. you're kind of screwed. I so. never thought that that could have been Nicole's hair in the brush, but yeah. I was wondering why yeah. there was so much hair in the brush. I know, brush. exactly. I was like, <laughs> what type brush? of shampoo are you using? Who's <laughs> <laughs> got long hair? Come on. <laughs> all right. Well, those are all very good theories. See what happens when you show up? You, you know, oh, here we go. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's uh, swing on over to England. Uh, a lot happened. The, the, well, first off, uh, I want to get your guys' opinion because Alina and I have talked about Giddy and Elizabeth and their blossoming relationship. Right. But uh, from your guys' perspective, how do you, do you guys feel about this relationship? Giddy and, and Elizabeth? Yeah. Were you Giddy? <laughs> <laughs> well. Unintended. This is the thing. I, I've i always, like, like I hate, I did, really didn't like Gideon when he first showed up. I was like, who is this mm. guy? I wasn't very attracted to him. I was like, I don't get what the point of this character. But I really do, I've really grown to like this guy. And especially after seeing kind of the weird, well, by the end of this episode, I'm pissed at him. But uh, <laughs> I, I really like him for Elizabeth. Mm. And, um, but I, I think it's just gonna he's just gonna cause problems and I think he needs to do what he thinks he needs to do and he needs to leave because at this point he's gonna be causing England more harm by kind of being Elizabeth's uh, mistress kind of mister <laughs> lover, lover. Yeah. Um, and I think he's not the type of guy who's who's good at that stuff so I think he it's it's just gonna cause problems for Elizabeth and mm-hmm. I want her to be pro woman pro power and be able to you know keep you know do her thing with England and get this marriage. In line, although we all know this isn't going to work out with the Archduke for, <laughs> for sure. History tells us. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to agree with you. I don't like Gideon. I don't know what it is about him. I'm sympathetic towards the fact that his daughter just passed away. I thought he was a great father, at least when it counted. But he has no loyalty. Like first you're in love with Mary, and it's like what four episodes ago he was going to marry, marry, marry. Get it? Pun intended. <laughs> and then now he's in love with Elizabeth. So it's like, where does his loyalty stand? I mean, I did know. I know that in this episode he promised Mary. That he wouldn't tell Elizabeth about the, like the threat or the coup, but then obviously he did. Obviously not in complete detail. So it's like, I kind of don't know where his loyalty stands. I feel like if you don't have loyalty, you don't really have anything. It's do you love Mary? Do you love Elizabeth? And I feel like he's just attracted to a woman in power. Like he's indirectly trying to also raise in station. He wants to make himself either the king of Scotland or the king of. I disagree with you. I don't know. I just I feel like his loyalty. he showed us today in in that episode where his loyalty lies and it's with Elizabeth Mary rejected him Mary told him to leave like he you know and it it took I feel like it did take him a while to get over Mary and he was even kind of keeping Elizabeth at an arm's length because he didn't quite trust her and then obviously when all the stuff with his daughter happened like you know he's like yes I want to be your friend and then that friendship kind of blossomed into a romance uh, which was not a good idea but I think even though Mary might see him as a friend, I'm sorry, Mary. She like she made a mistake. She should have never told Gideon what happened and just kept him in Scotland. Like that would have been like I Lord Bothwell was I think the one who was like, mm-hmm. Why did you let him go? Yes, Mary, why the heck did you let him go? <laughs> like she's way too naive. 
But we well, love her. It's interesting, you know, I, I was always very curious to to see if Gideon and Mary would ever have a re- reconnecting episode. And today they did. And so, you know, they didn't talk about half as many things as I thought that they would talk about. <laughs> That's very quick. Um, but at the same time, they, they got out the important stuff and, and were able to catch up in that. And I think Gideon's main hope always has, has been to figure out, okay, there's a peace between the two mm-hmm. and, and it can exist. And so at least they got that across. And that's why uh, when, when Gideon told Elizabeth, I was, I was pleasantly shocked. In a, pleasantly shocked. Pleasantly shocked because, you know, um, he's telling her, like, listen, there's, you know, uh, you have to do certain things, like marry this Catholic, because mm-hmm. that's, it's going to save your life. And you could see him breaking down in that regard. He really wanted this for her. He re- really wanted her to save her life. And at the same time, for her to understand that it's not Mary that's a threat. And it's not it's Elizabeth and Mary are not actual threats to each other. It, it's just the sheer nature of everyone else. But this is the right. thing, Gideon. It's like you know Elizabeth. You know she's a hothead. Like you bring Mary into anything, she's gonna freak out. And I just think he he in some respect condemned Mary because Elizabeth is like in the same way as Mary is is very stubborn and mm-hmm. is so threatened by by the other one. And no matter. Like, how I feel like he worded this to Elizabeth, and I don't think he worded it well, first of all, but no matter how he would have worded it, I, I think Drew was one of the writers on this, but I'm sure there's a reason you wrote that scene like that. Um, but no matter how I feel like he would have worded that, Elizabeth would have freaked out. I just, he should have just kept his mouth shut. But here's the thing, if he keeps his mouth shut and somehow she ends up finding out that he didn't tell her about this, that looks ten times worse that he knew, like, if no, we're got it, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of looking out for himself as well. Like, if this gets out, like, that could be treason that I didn't tell her that this was happening, that there was a, you know, a coup being formed and all yeah. that, yeah. And he, w- he wasn't completely honest, though, either. He kind of sugarcoated right. the whole he situation. Did. He did sugarcoat He said Mary it. was trying to stop it, not more so right. that it was her seal getting retrieved. Right. It still could have been handled more delicately, slashed. <laughs> Why did you let him go, Mary? <laughs> Obviously, we need to move the story the story forward, but it just was like, like, all, like there were so many times I felt like during this episode where I was like, no, if you would have just made a different like decision, decision. in this moment, like, ah. Oh. But uh, I, I, they're obviously building up. I, how long? When's the finale? Uh, episode sixteen. And we're on episode 11. 11. Oh my gosh, we only I have five know. episodes. And there's so much. Like, so much. Like, like should happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so heartbroken. Yeah. Um, you know, I, but it just goes to, like, listen, it, it, you know, in, in that period, and just even now more so, you got to make decisions fast. And yeah, it's not every decision is going to be a great decision. Um, and in that regard, understand that Mary has no knowledge whatsoever. That right. Gideon and Elizabeth are getting things on. Very no, this true. Is true. Mm-hmm. So this is true. you gotta you gotta look at their perspectives. Like I wonder if even if Mary even knows Gideon's daughter died. But you no, know, it's like so. no. Nope. Yeah. I, I, there was no letter yeah. sent. Like, hey, by the way, there's no Facebook Just update. So you no. know. Yeah. I feel like it was such a short conversation. I was even expecting when he, when Gideon got on his horse to like get away that she was gonna say something. It was just yeah. It was quick. Like, hey, don't say anything. And it's. I feel the same way. I'm like, why did you trust? Mary is very naive, I feel like, when it comes to men. She can be either extremely trusting or not trusting. And she just was like, okay, sure, go. And it's there was no conversation. The daughter didn't even come up. 
there's so many things I feel like if they were going to meet again, they should have said to each other, and like nothing was said, and they just went their own ways. Oh, sometimes that has happened. Like there's there's 800 meetings that I sometimes have, and I have like an entire checklist of things I should say. <laughs> right. And then in the meeting, none of it <laughs> doesn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Damn it! I should have said that. Yeah. Well, and also when when like Gideon wakes up, like he's not only is Mary there, but Lord Bothwell, who's the mm. guy who kidnapped him, basically and knocked him out, as well as um, oh, what's the Italian guy's name? David. Rizzo. Rizzo. David Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah. I was like, Rizzo? Like, what? <laughs> it's like an 80s singer? Um, but yeah. Um, on a quick side note, doesn't Bothwell have like an amazing smile all the time? I'm in, <laughs> like, yes, I'm in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> I've, so I've sent Adam like a few like like little like odes to to Bothwell, and I need to continue to do it because like every episode Bothwell's, and I'm like, ah. Oh. How do you feel about the man bun? Do you, I, oh, I'm into it. No. Yes. I'm here for yes. it. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't need to change anything. So. Yeah, how do you feel about the man bun, Phil? Uh, Are you I'm, loving it? I'm in favor. I'm I think he's. I, I, to be it honest, it, it, mixes it, it mixes it up completely. I'll say this. Um, I actually don't think the show does him as much justice as he is in real person. Like, in real person, mm-hmm. uh, I, I understand what you guys are saying. I met the dude. Keaton gushed over the dude in person. <laughs> I get it. No, On the show, I'm kind of like, him? Yes! He looks the Absolutely. same on TV! No, he doesn't. Yes, in he person. Does. It looks he, even better because he's in, like, Wait, he doesn't look the same clothing. in person? No, he to looks me, the same person. He looks better in person to me. He looks great on. In oh, he looks better in person. TV. Okay, yes. that's good. Yes, I didn't mean, sorry, opposite. Adam. I feel like we're just like we're debating. Like... I was like, does he face tune his photos? He doesn't look the same. <laughs> no. All right, but we digress. Um, anything left over in England that you guys want to say? I mean, most of it will sort of tie into Scotland, but nonetheless. Anything else there? No. Screw Dar- Darnley. I hate him. Right? I hate right, well, him. He's an Englishman. That's why I was thinking he's England. a snake. Fair enough. I'm just glad Elizabeth has some actual suitors that don't have, like, buck teeth or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was horrendous. Arch- Do you know who the Archduke kind of looks like, though? Like an older version of Henry. Like baby Henry. Mm, like, he yes, can't, they have, yes, like, very similar. Very like, similar. I, I thought that yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and I'm wondering, where did the pirate go? She sent the pirate off, right? Elizabeth mm-hmm. did? Okay. You know what made me laugh? Um, just, All these blonde boys. Again, just a kind of quick side note. Just how historically um, Europe always chooses the same names. Because yeah. his name is Archduke Ferdinand. I was like, wait, we're about to get into World War One. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Archduke, really? Exactly. What the hell? I had to look it up. I was like, wait, who is this guy? This seems weird. It, yeah. it was interesting the glance he gave over when he saw... Uh, Elizabeth speaking to Gideon. I was kind of confused. First I saw him kind of flirting with the girl. Oh, right. Then he like looked over. I didn't really know what to think of that scene. Mm. But obviously there was some relevance to it if they made a point. Right, mm. to show it. Like, ooh, he knows something's up between the two of yeah. them, maybe. Yeah. Because we'll he said see. he wants to give it a real chance. Yeah. Or he could just be another Donnelly. No, I, 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 there's something I don't different think about him. He, like he kind of reminds me of Luke. <laughs> In a way, Luke, who's with um, uh, Claude, Claude. Claude. Yeah. like it, he he just he seems genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was yeah. a great moment. By the, also by that, they're like both. I don't love you. Yeah, I'm working right. on it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I really That's like. Those I like two. them together. I hope they like figure it out. I hope yeah. Lance shows up in the last episode. Of her <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, James there. is gone now, <laughs> right? And I, I, I know uh, Jonathan said no, he's done. But there's, I, I feel like you're they're still gonna, holding out. I think they're gonna John Snow us. <laughs> 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 like, I think they will. 
Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, let's, so let's fully dive into Scotland. Let's talk about Darnley. Um, what a little, what a little sneak, for lack of a better term. I hate him. He just irked me so much this episode. Completely. What is he like in real life? Oh, I, the I, sweetest I, I, guy. I'm sure like, he super is. cool, yeah. super nice. <laughs> That's I was guy. like, what? <laughs> yeah, Will Kelb, who plays him, amazing. Yeah. It couldn't be as formal. But he, okay, so in terms of Darnley, though, I get the impression. Here's the, here's the thing. Yes, he's done his his wrongs, and so has Mary, though. However, Darnley reverts to like a childish, stubborn, um, fu mentality of just like, okay, no, I'm gonna do this. He's a teenage boy, but like in in mm-hmm. history, he was a teenage boy as well. So mm-hmm. it's I think what's what's kind of confusing about it is he does it so well, but he doesn't look like a teenage boy. So you're kind right. of just like. Grew up, you like you right. butthead. Like, right. I like in my head, I'm just like, ah, like, oh, I just want to shake you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, what's what's your guys' perspective on Darnley? I mean, this episode, I just, I felt so bad for Mary that the guy that she's married to is plotting against her. Not only does she have you know other people trying to get her crown, but now it's like the one person who shouldn't be, and it's just because he wants the crown matrimonial, you know. And he just can't be happy just being king. It's it's he's always got his ulterior motives. And she gave him a chance. She was starting to trust him a little bit more again. And he set up this whole thing that like if it came back, it was going to be on her. And Elizabeth would be going after her, not just not him. So that sets him up if he got what he wanted to become king of Scotland. And I mean, it just it just sucked. The whole thing, I was just like, no, darling, Mary, leave him. <laughs> is it one of those, like, e- even with uh, with the child, right? Are, are mm-hmm. the, is he just playing poker or trying to play like, poker so well where he's, like, calling all these bluffs? But then, you know, someone, obviously, we're just continuing forth, and so he can't not then, like, fold his cards, if you will. I think his ego is just so monstrous, and he can't allow himself to feel, like, defeated. So I don't think there's a genuine bone in his body. I think it's all a play. And the ironic part is that Mary's such like a hopeless romantic. Like she's just been seeking love. And if he would have just been a good husband and a good father, she would have given him the crown matrimonial. But he wasn't willing to be patient. Mm-hmm. And it's just his yeah. ego is just so disgusting. I mean, he, he pretty much threatened her life and said, mm-hmm. you know, without any care that his child is in her stomach, that, oh, you know, if you don't give me the crown matrimonial... We'll have have your head cut off. I'll tell, you know, I'll run to Queen Elizabeth and tell her that it was all you. And it's just, he has no remorse for, or any responsibility for his actions. He's just like a snake. Do you know what I wish Mary would say? I wish Mary would be like, cool, good Elizabeth. See what happens. Because (laughs) Elizabeth, I mean, this is the thing that I I think I can respect from these women regardless, is like, they, like, if a man does them dirty, they're <laughs> yeah. like, screw you. And she ripped that paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, not only that, but I think they have a certain amount of small respect for each other in the fact of, like, kind of empathy for right. each other and the fact that, like, they know so many men are kind of, like, lashing out to uh, to, to take their throne and don't see them as the, the rightful uh, head of the country that if he would go back like that and, like, Elizabeth would be like, <laughs> no, dude. I'm gonna take your head off, and then I'll deal with Mary later. Like, right, right. first of all, you turned your you, you turned down my marriage proposal. You turned mm-hmm. your back on me. You turned your back on England. Right. And then you're you're gonna blackmail Mary. Like, yeah. how can I trust you? 
I don't know. I think Elizabeth would have been smarter than that, and I wish I wish Mary would be like, bye. <laughs> bye, boy, bye. <laughs> well, she certainly sent the message when that she's there with her, like, I how, how I always often wonder like how how long do they wait before someone comes in to like see them because they were just like sitting you know yes. she's in the throne she's pretty <laughs> uh, yeah as soon as he walked in he knew what was up that was a yeah. great scene that, that was, was a great, a great scene yeah who who directed this episode because I know uh, Megan was directing one I know more she episode. yeah it's she, coming up coming up okay yeah uh, I just wish Bash would come back and just be like right behind Mary. Yeah, and he's like in like druid robes, yes. like like Pastor Dama style. She exactly. literally would have her perfect three, right? Mm-hmm. Between Bothwell, Bash, and Rizzo, like she would have nothing to worry about. She wouldn't even need a man. Yeah. Wow. See, uh, I feel like after that scene, I feel like something's gonna happen to Darnley a little bit quicker because you can tell she's over it. She's like, <laughs> "How can I get out of this?" Well, it's one thing to be yeah. over it, but like the fact that she says it to Bothwell, who has been very right, uh, not necessarily by the book, but very methodical in the way he he does things. Yeah, he's taking that to heart. Do you yeah. know where Mary made a huge mistake in this episode? Is the fact that she had told nobody else that she was pregnant. Especially mm-hmm. these two men who she's telling how much she trusts them and how much like they're her, her, her like, risk inner your circle. Life for me. And risk right. your life for me. Yeah, basically yeah. forcing them to go into England and risk your life. And you're going to hold like that huge piece right. of information from them that they're going to find out eventually and I wish Mary would have just announced this so much sooner when she had Darnley on her side they could have announced it as like a happy couple then he couldn't use it against her mm. that's what's like Mary that that was like another one of those moments where I was like oh if you would have just right. made a one smaller different decision you could have avoided a lot of this ah <laughs> oh, CW you kill me um well uh, Deborah Chow directed the episode, and Megan Follows directs episode 13 right. when we have Nicole. Yes! I cannot wait for so. Nicole. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, no! I, because I, I can't wait to meet the actress because, like, like she's a character I love to hate. And, like, I right. love, like, yeah. I, it's so much fun to interview those people. And that's one of the right. reasons I wish I was here when Will was here because I just, like, the more we get to know Darnley, the more I love to exactly. meet him. And, uh, so yeah, it's just so much fun to see how an actor gets into those characters. <laughs> I wonder how much fan hate they get on social media. I think, I mean, here's the thing. Um, uh, I know Anne sort of plays with it, right? Uh, like when I called her the the evil version of Laith, she tweeted that yeah. out. Yeah. Like, so she understands it's her character. Yeah, it's the absolutely. character. Right. You know, we're not exactly. hating on her. We no. the yeah, character no. herself is. I remember when Francis died, I was on um, Adelaide Kane's Instagram, and everyone was like, no, Francis, bring him back, say it's a joke. Yeah. So cute. It was like 40,000 comments. Like, I feel I like a day. <laughs> they just were good for each other. That was when yeah. love, love, love was seemed like a possibility. Never again. Mm. <laughs> Never again for Port Mary. Well, Bothwell. Bothwell. Yeah. Well, um, any other um, stray observations about um, any of our locations? Any of our scenes. A lot happened. Very exciting yeah, stuff. Yeah, so much happened. This is a great episode. I really, really enjoyed it. Do you it. know what, though? There's one thing that I'm a little PO'd at, uh, mm-hmm. at Greer. Because when, um, I mean, obviously Mary was able to stand up for herself and, like, rip up the the, the contract that uh, Darnley wanted her to sign. But, like, Darnley like, literally is just like, shut up to Greer. Like, that's basically right. what, her, what, I, what she told her to say. And I'm sorry, Greer... Like, stand up for your friend. Be like, get out. Like, I don't know. I don't care.
care if he's the king consort. Mary is your queen. Mary is your best friend. And I wish Greer would have like maybe mm. stood up and been like, oh, and then Mary be like, no, Greer, I got this, hon. Mm. But you know, I wish I wish I could have seen that moment, but um, because I know Greer is a tough cookie, right? You know, and Mary's done so much for her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So come on, Greer. <laughs> wow. Before yeah, we judge, down. it's it's also it's it's, it's a difficult time Different for women. Time, right? Well, I think Mary said, said enough. Like, right. No, Mary way, did, but I'm just saying before. Like that's why if Mary was just like, it's okay, girl, I got this, and then mm. Mary, you know, shut it down, mic drop. Personally, <laughs> I know I know from uh, from personal experience when you do that to somebody, it's as if, pardon the term, you're you're chopping off their nuts. Meaning you're not good enough to stand up for yourself. I have to stand up for you. So mm-hmm. I, I do think it was actually better in that situation for Mary just to do it um, and rip up what what was the most beautiful written contract I've ever seen. Right? <laughs> That's what all contracts were like back in the day. Thought, like books, they were all like handwritten and calligraphy. Like, drawn yeah. And beautiful contracts. Yeah, I mean, just the top. May it be known. I know. <laughs> so well written. Um, all right. Well, you and I disagree. So there you go. <laughs> That's fine. Not the That's first fine. time. You're not a girl. You don't get it. Sisters stand up for each other. Yes, we you do. guys agree? Yeah. Disagree. yeah. You guys agree? In this agree situation, with I wish that Greer, like her, would have said more. I wish, I totally wish that. But I don't know about Mary saying, I got this, Greer. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I'm just yeah. upset with Greer because she gave Mary a hard time about James leaving when I feel like Greer's like the last person to judge anybody about their life decisions. <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like where Mary's been so understanding with Greer and, like, protected her and brought her to court, brought her daughter, made sure, like, no one questions anything. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yes, Greer could have definitely said more, but I do feel like she could have just given her less of a hard time about her brother. And I do think that was, like, that was Mary's moment. Like, tearing up that crown matrimonial was, oh, like, yeah. everything this episode. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she's kind of taken a step back, and she finally, like, stood her ground, like... How gorgeous and was that green words. nightgown? She had her, too. Yeah. No, I completely agree yeah. with you. Yeah. And that green nightgown. She looks pregnant though. How does nobody think she's pregnant? She has a I little know, like like she cannot hide it for and that I much longer. I think they're pushing her boobs up a lot more. Yeah. Her boobs look big, like pregnant boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when Rizzo and um, Bothwell were surprised, like when they said he when um, yeah. he said he was, she was pregnant, they both turned around. I'm like, like look. how do you not see that? Her waist is normally like this big, tiny, like tied up, and now she has like a little. You know, Maybe she's yeah. eating a lot of food. Like she an eats. extra piece of bread for dinner. <laughs> like she was she she was sailing across the uh, the ocean. You know now she's now she's in Scotland. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna eat. Yeah. It's the queen chowing <laughs> down, exactly. drinking wine. All righty, but as we always do, we have Castle Corner <laughs> kicking it off this week. Was... The newbie. <laughs> um, Is this the hazing process? <laughs> partially. Or but it's also I think the, I had to read it the first time. Too. It's also the I endearing did. process. This is what the fans love. Yeah. Don't you want to be loved by the fans? <laughs> No, actually, as you know, I had the whole list of options. I really was interested in this castle. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So, so what do we got? This I will week? take the honor, please. So, um, we have the Norman Castle, which is actually known as the Venus Castle. So, it's located on the top of Mount Eris. It's on the um, northwestern coast of Sicily. So, it's located on the edge of the mountain peak, and it's kind of. I mean, it's not like a really close shot, but the whole castle is made of stone. So, like, virtually, it looks like it's coming out of the cliff, and it's like right on the edge. And it has a panoramic view of, it's called Trapini, which is a city um, close to Sicily. So what the most interesting part about this is the reason why they refer to, to it as the Venus Castle is that it was built on where was a temple that they would worship um, the goddess of fertility, which is obviously Venus. And it was made um, by the Normans during, who are like descendants of the Vikings in the 12th century. 
and so we'll go down so I mean this is not a close-up but I think the uh, so what they were saying is also inside of the castle there's the actual bath where Venus used to bathe herself and there was like wells and even though there's so much like romanticism around this castle and it's you know referred to like the goddess of fertility they actually say that so basically when you walk through the halls they have like shackles that are like rusted where they used to like hold prisoners and the Balio Tower, which is the um, tower right there lifted up on the top, that was actually used for, like, defense against invaders. And then, actually, during World War II, they used this very castle to hold prisoners. So, oh, even wow. though it's a gorgeous castle, um, there's a lot of adversity to the history. And it's obviously claimed to be one of the most beautiful pieces of history. And I'm actually looking forward, one day when I make my rounds around the world, to going around and checking out the castle. Nice. Talk about having the high ground. It, yeah. <laughs> All right. I really, I in particular like this castle a lot. Yeah. Good, um, good find. Do. Good job. I wonder, though, if there was, like, an earthquake. It's literally, like, it sits on the edge. Like, I feel right. like it would just come Ooh. tumbling down. Uh, so many castles, I, I feel like, are built like that, too. Well, I mean, here's the, it'd be, it survived thus far, so, you know, who knows? Right. I mean, between weather and anything of that nature, the fact that it's still standing and it looks the way it does says something about the architecture in general and so yeah they just don't you know they just don't build the things the same way these days (laughs) not not like back in the 12th century am I right it's like you buy a house and they give you like this much backyard you don't even have room for like a barbecue Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah I I really like this castle um, a lot I I would want to visit this castle as well I want to visit all the castles we highlight but this one in particular I, I do like the cliffs and everything like that um, in some sense, re- remember like the uh, the live action Jungle Book when when there's like the um, the the monkey castle. Oh Kinda yeah, Bill Murray's mm-hmm. character, King Louis. Right. Ube yeah. do. No, not the, the animated version. <laughs> no, but they sing that song in the a little bit. Yeah, it's like in the score. The 1994 version. Yeah. Oh wait. No, no. In no. the new version, they kind of no, have not like that a... one. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, 19... <laughs> the 1994 version. But they also sing oh. that song. So okay. it's it's also funny, I read somewhere, because obviously it was built upon the Temple of Venus, that people actually go there believing, like, people that can't have children, that oh, if they go there, they'll get, like, some sense of, like, fertility. I mean... Oh, that's very appropriate with Mary being exactly. pregnant right now. I know. Yeah. I'm go. sorry, everything, I, I know, Disney movie news, man. I, I got it. So it must have, <laughs> so if she's, if she's pregnant now, it must have been Francis then. No, Why no. They no, no. Her and Don Darnley like like. Oh yeah, it was Francis because he but was wait, sickly. She got pregnant before, but she had a miscarriage with Francis. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. yeah. But just one hit wonder, Donnelly. Yeah. He's got the magic. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he got the magic. Really, though. really, really wants right. to have that air. Before we uh, go off the like, deep end, come on, guys. <laughs> um, all right, why don't we switch over to predictions? Actually, sorry, real quick. I don't think he wants the air because remember in the scene with Mary, he's like, "If you have this child, it's a threat to me because if he doesn't have the crown matrimonial, the child automatically becomes king." Right. So I don't even think he wants the air. Well, he does, but he wants to. He wanted to use it for. He thought the heir was like the perfect way to get the crown matrimony, and now he doesn't. He's like, okay, well now I'm gonna blackmail you with this child. Yeah, but now, child. but this is what the other good thing about this, which I think Darnley is completely missing, is like, dude, now you, your family, like you're in a line of kings exactly. now. Your bloodline is royalty now. Once this child is born, so right. dude, you've done enough. Mm-hmm. 
You're really you happy with work. what you got. You did good work. <laughs> exactly. And it's crazy because when he was you in did love, your job. He, when he was in love with the girl from back home, he didn't even want to be king. His mother's like, no, you're going to go, you're going to meet Mary, you're going to go to court. And he's like, I don't want to be king. And I love this girl and I want to marry her. So it's like, what happened to that? Well, she's died. Oh. <laughs> Again, it's that it's that childlike stubbornness of like I want this, yeah. I want that. Okay, I can't have that. Well, I want this. Yeah. So you know, here You're today, gone tomorrow. And I want a million dollars. Exactly. Yeah, well. I want it now. Give like, it to me now. Baruch, what Veruca yeah. Sultan like Willy Wonka? I want the world. I want, you know what I mean. Keep singing. <laughs> All right, predictions. Oh. Okay. Should I just go first? I kind of like touched on one. You do you, girl. Oh, do me. <laughs> Charles is going to be dead real soon. Probably in like the Aww. next two or three episodes. They're going to fake it like he got sick. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like he started like getting poisoned. Like how, I don't know. So mm-hmm. He's going to be dead soon. Because um, we only have five episodes left. Yeah. Um, Nicole is going to be the one who gets to rise in station uh, because of the voodoo mama juju uh, <laughs> from Catherine because uh, it was her hair. <laughs> um, and it's such like a Harry Potter moment. It's like when like Hermione by accident when she's making the polyjuice potion tr- gets the cat's hair and turns into a cat. <laughs> um, and uh, Darnley is also, I think, going to I feel like they're gonna have to speed ramp it yeah like in the next couple episodes I feel like we're gonna get a speed ramp and I think Darnley is gonna um get what is coming to him yes he is I'm gonna have to jump on yours on Charles definitely I think this next episode probably (sighs) um yeah, either that or the following one. And then um, as far as Darnley goes, I feel like that last scene kind of just told how they're all three looking at him and she was over it. I think what he, what's coming to him is going to come pretty soon. Probably two episodes coming up. Mm. Maybe even next episode. Because, I mean, if we only have five left... I don't want to spoil it for the people who don't know what's coming. <laughs> so I just thought I mean, something says it has to end that way, but. <laughs> Okay, so I definitely think that the way they're going to wrap the whole show, um, so they're going to start setting the motions now, is that Elizabeth and Mary are both going to choose love. So I think ultimately Mary's going to end up with Lord Bothwell, and Elizabeth's going to end up with Gideon, and that in itself is going to kind of be like a, a like a flag for peace because they both chose love over like ranking and marrying family for like reasons to like take over each other's throne um i do think henry's going to become king but because i do believe there's going to be a cost of that black magic like one thing we've learned over the last four seasons is you cannot bring black magic into the show without there being some sort of cost so i just don't know what that is i think that's going to be charles's life maybe and then that's where henry comes in and then that is an interesting note i'm going to jump off the the brush and that it is nicole that's going to rise to station and maybe henry takes her as his mistress or as his wife, since they kind of were giving each other the eye earlier. Yeah. Well, uh, they had a very short preview um, when I because I, wa- I watched it on DirecTV, and from the preview, we're kind of like Bothwell and Rizzo are kind of very much okay. We gotta we gotta figure out what to do with Darnley, mm-hmm. and so that becomes their their driving mission. So I'm excited to see that how they go about it. I think Bothwell, as I said, very level headed, and I, I think he can figure this out. For Mary, obviously, it's Mary's biggest thing right now. So, 
Um, interesting to see what will happen next. Can I have one more thing? I just need to add. If we remember that uh, Megan will be directing episode 13, that won't be a very Catherine-heavy episode, which mm-hmm. if, if, you know, what she's done in the past when she's directed episodes, she's only maybe in one or two little, like, pieces of scenes. So I cannot imagine that being an episode where Charles right. dies or anything. So I feel like then maybe the next two episodes will really be focusing on Mary and what's going on with her and maybe Elizabeth and a lot less of what's going on in French court. And then three episodes from now, we'll maybe get that big uh, moment when Charles kicks the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so do we think Dolly's going to get killed off? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, in history, he, he <laughs> yeah. dies. Yeah, I was going to say, alert. like, uh, you live in an alternate fantasy universe where, like, Elizabeth and Mary are happy. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Positivity. <laughs> I really want Francis to come back. I know that sounds crazy. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or, like, as a ghost, like, comes and talks to Charles. Like, Charles, abdicate like the throne. Like a force ghost. It's like Obi-Wan. Right. <laughs> like, he's Charles as Obi-Wan. He's part of the force. <laughs> I feel like the ratings would go through the roof if they somehow brought, like, Francis or Francis's ghost back on one of the episodes. But um, ratings don't really matter to them at this point because they've already been canceled, unfortunately. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, again, you could pull a Nashville. You could Listen, pull Nashville. Listen, stranger things have happened. Yeah, Netflix, please pick it up. Netflix! Netflix! Somebody Netflix. or Hulu, take rain, please <laughs> Exactly. <save it. laughs> or Amazon. Or Amazon, or Amazon. yeah. Anyone. Yeah. All right, um, so that about does it for us. Thank you, as always. Be sure to comment, rate, subscribe. We love when you guys do that. Um, you guys have very good opinions on your own, so it's always fun to read them. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, where can people follow you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lena Nori. And you guys can find me on all social media at Alina Vision, and that's Vision with two S's. You guys can find me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey. And uh, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, and uh, feel free to check out my website, philosophytech.com. There you go. Nice. Thanks, as always, for joining us. I will be out for the next two weeks, I believe, so I apologize in advance. I will be gone for uh, for Nicole when she comes in, but I'm sure you guys will hold down the fort. Happy yeah. Mother's Day to everyone in advance. <laughs> We're going to miss you, Phil. I'm sure you will. <laughs> All right, but nonetheless... You guys will hold, hold the floor. We fort. will, yes. Girl power over here. Yep. That's yes. right. A lot to look forward to. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.